Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Was there a point in that where you thought, yeah, we've we've fucked it here? Or did you sort of all keep clinging on and thinking, um, one good performance and we could turn this around? I, can't, I, I honestly can't quite remember um, so how many points we was off. in. So I think the Luton game, you're thinking, oh crap, this isn't a good start, but you've got time to make it up. Yeah. I think it was nine games, wasn't it? Was it nine games? I can't remember what the results were after the Luton game. No, I'm struggling as well. Um, but I think it, it petered out quite early. Yeah. Because um, I think there was the Chef Wednesday away where... Yeah, we, we came back, didn't we? We won 4-2 or something like that. Yeah, and I think that... Even though at that point we dropped out of the top six, I think that points wise kept us within touching distance yeah. in the top six and like let me just I'll get the uh, the table up from last season or the fixtures from last season I can't remember who, who we played I, I remember that game though and everyone was buzzing so we must have yeah. still been in with a I think we were like one point off top was six it? or something after that and then like the, the game after it was like oh shit <laughs> I think all you want is to you want to go into the last game having a chance yeah I remember um the Burton game, remember? Wins? Yes. And we went into that game. If Derby won, they was in it. Yeah. But if we, we had to won, win. We had to win, and that's what you kind of you want. Yeah. And no one can complain. At Even that. that, that was a, an up and down afternoon because yeah, like they, they, you could tell from their fans like they were safe, then they weren't, then they were Burton, safe. Yeah. I, I, I remember it was. Um, I think last ten minutes, I think someone had scored. I don't know who it was, but Burton were down. Yeah. So they literally sent everyone forward. That's when I remember I got it on the halfway line from a corner. Yeah. And I was through on goal. I'm thinking what? I'm thinking what? <laughs> and then I realised, oh, they need a goal here. Yeah. Um, but that, that, I think that's what you want. You just want to go into the last game with something to play for. Yeah. So it was Luton one-one. Then it was the Cardiff game at home three-one. When I can't remember that one. Yeah, I wish I couldn't. <laughs> I um, that was uh, it was pissing it down. I don't know if you played in it or oh, not. yeah, I think I did. And Nuge missed the chance like last yeah. five ten minutes or something, and that would have made. Don't know if that would have made it two two or three two. I think it was two two. I think that would have made it two two, wouldn't it? Yeah. And obviously with the rain, he like sort of shanked it over. And I think Josh Harrop had a good chance as well yeah, after he did, that. Yeah. I think he, um, I think he like slipped or something, didn't he? Yeah, it or something. Um, yeah. So then it was Cardiff three-one. That's when we dropped out of the top six. Then Derby at home lost so for the free kick one-nil. Oh, yeah. Hunts gave a free kick away on the edge of the box, and it was yeah. like a soft free kick. Yeah, it was a Tom Lawson. Um, no Rooney, I think it was. Oh yeah, it was Rooney. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. Sure. But the, if you look at them though, they're all quite. 
fine margin. Yeah. It's a free kick. Luton scored a worldie from 30 yeah. yards. Last minute or whatever it Cardiff, was. Cardiff, we could have nicked something. Well, we, we score that, it's 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. And you hope we can see it out, yeah, but we don't. Game, and right. then they go the other end and make it 3-1. But it's never um, quite straightforward as, oh, the team have fallen asleep as yeah. it comes to the season. The team have... It's, it's always fine margins, isn't yeah. it? Like that's, I suppose that's what football is, isn't it, at the end of the day? Especially at, especially at our level. Yeah. It's so tight as in just everything is mistakes or yeah. well pretty much mistakes whoever makes less mistakes lack of concentration lack of concentration one second and one bit of quality yeah um, oh, I hate to bring it up but when you came to Deepdale Steve yeah, Cook exactly give and, the ball away and, and if he doesn't do that we probably win the game 1-0 like, yeah. happy days we go on happy but it is what it is isn't it and then it's like our Playoff final, yeah. Uh, playoff semi, um, lad gets sent off. Game's pretty much done. Yeah, in the space of a split second, five second decision. Um, <clears throat> heading into the season, then that's just finished. Obviously, we lost quite a few players from the dressing room. That from the outside looking in, seemed like big characters. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Tom Clark's left the club. Um, Nuge, I imagine he was a character and yeah. he's not in the dressing room for whatever reason. How much of an impact? In fact, another one as well. I don't know how well you got on with him, but Cowley going as well. Like, yeah. that's three, from my point of view, big characters that are no longer around. Like, how did that affect you going into this season, knowing that things that we've just talked about, there's no fans? Um, you may be losing that 5% and then you're looking like you know, we've no Clarky, we've no Nuge, Cowley's not around. Like, Yeah, I think Clarky was a bad decision by the club. Yeah. Um, I think from the outside, he probably doesn't play that many minutes. He's, he's skipper, but can you have him on the payroll if he's not? I'd have kept him. Yeah. And I was quite close with Clark and I used to, I think as a skipper you ain't getting better than Clarkie. Yeah. He's just so I don't know, when you when you're in the tunnel he's a he's a man. Like, yeah, he's yeah. a proper man and you think he's gonna literally die before he loses this game. Yeah. Um and I think Almost like he's like you feel like he'll lead you into war. Yeah, and... it, it is a bit like that and you think if 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 we lose, you know that he has tried his absolute balls off yeah. to not lose this game. And I think you don't have many characters like that in football. Especially not these days. No, not at all. And I think just as a skipper around the training ground, he used to... Was he, was he like high standards all the time? Yeah, he, he, he was just... He, he's a good mix between being good with the lads, like great Probably. banter, yeah. got on with everyone. You, could, I could go up to him someone who doesn't really speak to him could go up to him and everyone was mates yeah you'd get the same from him no matter who you were yeah and you could go on a night out with he could go on a night out with me and he could also go on a night out with X and you'd get the same yeah Clarky and he'd just he'd sort everything out say he'd sort all the team days out he'd do everything yeah and he was a good sort of mix between you know, the manager and the captain. Um, I just thought he had that blend perfect. Yeah. 
and he'd, he'd have t- taken a pay cut to stay yeah um, I don't know what the finances were but I'd have just I'd, I'd have kept him even if just for having him around even if you're only going to get five ten games out of him just to have him there it, it's worth it in my yeah. opinion do you think that affected everyone then heading into that like this last season I think for the first couple of weeks it did a little bit because I remember him leaving and it was like you've got a guy who's done everything for him and he literally I give him a hug in the car park gone that was it done and it's like I suppose that's the ruthlessness yeah, of football yeah. isn't it and it's like he deserves so much more than than that a hug in the car park yeah if it is from you <laughs> and it's like I just felt I just felt as if it wasn't right mm. And I just felt as if it w- it wasn't handled well at all. And I can see his side of it. I think he didn't want to. I don't think he wanted to. He didn't really want to play without having a deal. Yeah. Because if he gets injured, he's stuffed. Yeah. And he was prone to an injury, so it's not like me saying that. If he plays and there's nothing at the end of the season, he's knackered. Then he's isn't knackered. He? So I think he was skeptical of that as well. And it was just same with Cowley as well. Yeah. I think Cowley was. As much as you could bully him and take the piss out of him, like what a character I've around the changing yeah. room. I think you need that in football. Just someone who's literally bend over backwards for you. He'll do yeah. everything you need, um, and just he's always positive. There's no, yeah. there's no. He'll, he'll, him down. he'll never slag anyone off. He'll never, he'll never say, "Oh, he's had a shit game." Yeah, or, yeah. What's the manager doing? Do you know what I mean? I had uh, Simon on during the first lockdown. And he couldn't speak highly enough for Carly because I think Simon offered him the job initially. Yeah. But he was like, he said like, you know, he'd come to training, come to Springies and like drop his water off and that. And he's like, he used to keep all his money in a sock or something. <laughs> he used to have about 250 quid in notes just yeah. in his sock. And he was like, we used to just like lock him in the back of his van. <laughs> and just like nick all his water yeah, you could, off. You him. could take the piss out of yeah. him. Yeah. But he, 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 and Simon was just like, but he'd love it you yeah. know the fact that obviously he's a fan of the club but the fact that he'd just bounce back from it and just crack on and have yeah. a good laugh about it and I think the fact he was he was a diehard fan like yeah. when I say diehard I mean he would die to for, watch North End yeah he yeah. would and I think I think he was just in awe of being in the position he was in the position he was and he'd do anything and did he I've, again I've, I've heard a story that he came into the dressing room for the Brentford game when we one four two. Don't know if it was at half time or before the game. I think it, it I was know. Gentry Day, and he came in and spoke to the lads about Gentry Day or something, and said like, "Yeah, that was." It might have been Bolton actually. Was it that Bolton? Was a, that was when, a team talk. I think he did when Shawnee came off the bench. Might have been. Yeah, it was either Brentford or Bolton, one of them. But again, I'd heard a, the story that he'd come and give this like rousing yeah talk he, he and... did uh, I can't remember what game it might have been Bolton I can't, I can't remember it too clearly but he, he did do I think it was a team talk before the game but he was like he was good for you know like say if you ever had a problem as yeah. well like he'd always put his arm around you and he's always say oh like just come on like he'd give you a bit of words of wisdom and yeah. you could always if you ever give him a ring he'd always pick answer, up the phone yeah he's one of them guys who it's quite rare, isn't it, yeah. where someone will literally do anything for you and it'll be there all the time. Yeah. Who? So obviously those characters left. Who, if anyone, sort of stepped up? Say. 
Or was it maybe not a case of people stepping up that you'd been maybe such a close group anyway that you all naturally gravitated to X or Yeah, y? I think it was... I think everyone... It's a good club as in everyone gets on. I think yeah. you can probably tell that as a fan. Yeah. There's no big egos. There's no one who thinks they're better than anyone yeah, else. Yeah. It's all real tight group. Um, no one really stepped up. Probably... Galley became more of a... Central figure. Yeah. Um, Hunts keeps himself to himself quite a bit, Hunts. Yeah. Um, and there was no one really else that was of any age, I don't think, unless I'm missing anyone. Um, but you got the likes of Brownie stepped up a bit. Yeah. Um, it's like anything. If I, think, I think on Brownie, I think Alex spoke about him and said that he's maybe not so much a leader or a captain in the way that he carries himself like Clarkie but like the way that he plays yeah I'd, say, I, I'd, I'd agree with that I'd say like communicating wise probably not um, like, it doesn't strike me no, as he's the not, type to come in and be shouting and bawling and be like no, he, fucking come on lads no he's not really but he's the I'd say he's the one player who cares the most as in He's, he's always gene the lads up as yeah. in like I, I, I don't I don't know what it is I just feel, get the feeling that he needs to die to win do you know what I yeah, mean yeah. which is what you want your skipper yeah. to do and I think I think every player has that but Eve sort of shows that the yeah. most I have to say I did feel sorry for him for a bit because there was a period where it felt like after every time we lost it was just Brownie will do the media Brownie will do the media yeah. That's like, good. poor lad. I know. I don't. I don't know why they do that. Either. It's probably because Brown, Brownie will just say it as it is. Yeah, he does. And he's, he's, he's good at that. To be fair, and he's he's another one there. You can go to him and he'll tell you how it is. Yeah. I think that's what you need your skipper to do. Don't yeah. you? you? Don't want to fanny around and say beating about the bush. No, you just that. want it to say you weren't good enough. You weren't good enough. And you need to dig a few people out. Yeah. And he'd do that. To be fair. Yeah. So in terms of like. The manager, I know you've mentioned there's been a few times where you thought just bring in an extra one or two and we can maybe kick on. Yeah. Do you feel like there was maybe a time or a few times where he was having the rug pulled from under his feet, like having his best player pulled and then, like I said before, no disrespect to the players that have been brought in, but the replacements perhaps aren't up to the standard needed? I think that's what you get with taking the North End job, I think. Yeah. Um, so I think... I think he probably could have got us into the playoffs in an ideal situation. Um, but I think when you lose Callum, when you lose Jord... Um, Greg. Greg. Um, then when that money that you do get in for them, you need to say you get £15 million for the three of them. You need to spend, say, half of it. Yeah. Seven and a half on getting replacements. You, you, sound, you sound like a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I just, th- I just think it's common sense, yeah. isn't it? And I don't know football finances, so I don't know whether you don't have fifteen mil to spend. Yeah. Because um, you'll get it in instalments over three or four years. Yeah. So it's easier said you than get done. Get it online for the contract or whatever. Yeah. So it's more difficult than it's. You get ten mil for John. Let's go and spend eight of it. It's not as simple as that. But yeah. I think just go and invest. Half of what you get in, you know, is coming in the future. Yeah, I do think the same. If that would have happened, contract. 
I just think you need you need a football club to have as least excuses as possible and the more you sell players and the more you you buy players that are ten for the price, you just keep giving excuses, excuses yeah. to the manager, to the players, to the fans. And Did, um, I know obviously like I don't know what your relationship was like with Alex, but did you sense his frustration? Like did you pay attention to things that he was saying in the press? Because obviously, as fans, like you, you see his press conferences, and the start of the summer, he's like, "We need two or three quality additions here." And then, as the weeks go on, and no one's coming in, he's going, "Yeah, maybe just one or two. And then it's like, "Yeah, we're looking at one." And then you're like, "Fucking hell, we've gone from like bringing in <laughs> five to <laughs> one to we'll settle for whatever we can get." Like, yeah. I don't know how it is as players, but do you, do you maybe like sense that frustration? I think he's. He's quite. It's kind of funny to say with with Alex Neal. He's like, he's, he's serious, and you know when he's in a bad mood. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, when you come into training and he's in a bad mood, you know when you think. Can be one of them days. That, yeah. Um, so no, I, I I don't think he ever voiced his opinion to the players. Yeah. I think he always was professional as in he'd never make it aware to any of the players like oh I'm sick of whatever because as soon as you start doing that you, you want a striker you want the strikers there in training yeah. thinking he's going to bomb me off because he wants do you know what I mean yeah. so I think he never did that which uh, is rightly so Yeah. so you never felt as if he was pissed off I just think I think when I had like one on one chats with him I'd say basically what I'm saying now to you yeah. to him rather than saying it in an open pit yeah and I just get the feeling everyone's on the same wavelength do you know what I mean yeah me you Alex Neil, whoever probably Peter yeah he's all thinking exact same as what me and you are thinking yeah I think it's just it's coming from the owner what he wants to do with his money which I think I think a negative is because he's, he's had success doing it a certain way so for the past five years like he's brought me he's brought Callum he's brought Jordan for peanuts yeah and he's had some success why change that? I think it, just on that though like I would say I would argue actually that we've moved away from that yeah in, the past couple of years yeah not signing that young up and coming potential player that you can nurture over a period of time and they'll either help get you up or you develop them into a player that you can sell for 10 times what you paid yeah. for instead we've gone out and signed lads that are mid 20s had a career in the lower leagues See paid decent money for him yeah. they've come in but what do you get after that yeah. like you can't develop them and sell them it's off a catch 22 though isn't it yeah. I think it's you sign them young players and he's had success they've gone on to do better things earned him quite a bit of money yeah but then if you always do that you're always in a loop of you're an early team you're a potential team so I think they've maybe thought let's add to that with some 28 yeah. 29 27 who are a bit of experience who have got a good chance of doing it yeah and you've got a good blend maybe that's what they were thinking yeah possibly um, um, I mean but then you look at clubs like Brentford I mean, I know they spend a lot more money than we do, but whatever they get for their players, they reinvest it. Yeah, I think they've they've got the best model, but they've got the best model because 
they've got lucky with that one break. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So if, say, Preston signed Hogan for one and a half million quid for from Rochdale yeah. and sell them for 20 mil, they can then go and spend six mil on, say, Nolly Watkins at Exeter. Yeah. Sell them for 30. So you, you, yeah, you're yeah. always taking less risk with that money. The original one is the biggest risk, isn't it? Yeah, true. So if you spend six mil now on a player... That's a massive risk. Yeah, and if it and you, you need to hope he makes you twenty mil. Yeah. Um, so for oh. them, it's sort of like I'd say it's not lucky, but they've had that one success, which has given them opportunity to, to then build on it. Yeah, yeah. Were you were you surprised to see Darnell go in January? Yeah, I couldn't believe he left because again, from everything that we sort of got as fans, like Gaffer loved him. I don't know if the gaffer loved him. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I might be wrong, but I think the gaffer and Darnell are similar personalities. Right. Um, similar to Paul, but me and the gaffer. Yeah. Um, we'll say it how it is and I'll Not tell you about what I think rather than if he tells me one thing and I think a better way of doing it is another, I'll do it my way. Yeah. I think Darnell was similar to that. But the gaffer also kind of likes that as well. Yeah. Um, you don't want to, to pussyfoot around here. Yeah. You, yeah. you need lads who are going to... You don't do want it. a yes man, do you? No. So I just think... I think that situation was... I don't know how bad it was between Darnell and the gaffer. I don't, it's probably not as bad as maybe it was. But there was definitely... Something there. Some sort of friction there. Um, but Darnell was some player. As a right back. Loved it. I don't care what anyone says... I thought he was one of the better right backs in the league. Yeah. Um, again, we said it on Ollie. Will be listening to this when it goes out. And like, <laughs> yes, yes, because we we've been saying it. Yeah, I, I just think. But I remember speaking to Darnell about it, and they hadn't offered him a deal. And I was like, so I just I, I just think he had everything, and he was a good character. I yeah. Think. I just think he wanted to win. Um, he, he was professional. He he trained well. He was sort of level-headed like he wouldn't be too down he wouldn't be too excited yeah he was just a proper man yeah and um I love Darnell I just I couldn't believe I got rid of him especially when you think he wouldn't have been asking for stupid money no um and as a fan when you know that you're not going to go out and replace him as well oh like say you've got say you've got Darnell who are you going to replace with Darnell that's just as good as Darnell on the same Wages, Darnell. You know, it's impossible. It's, yeah, it's impossible unless you get a gem from lower the lower league. How did you find the club when it came to your contract talks? I know, obviously, we touched on it before we started the pod, but like from your point of view, obviously, fans, you were a fan's favourite. You're one of my favourite players that I've seen in the last five years. Um, was was there ever a frustration with you that? maybe 18 months into sorry with 18 months left on your deal that like the club didn't start opening talks if they didn't I don't know no there was never a a frustration Um, I was always quite I think it's like anything if you're playing well you're less stressed because you know even if I don't get a contract here I'll get one somewhere Somewhere else else. so I was I was quite comfortable as in um, I wasn't panicking yeah but it's like anything. You kind of you want to be, 
you want to be wanted, don't you? Yeah. You want to be rewarded. And I just think when you get into last two years, 18 months... That's um, the time. That's the time to hit the nail on the head, isn't it? And yeah. just say, look, let's start talking. Let's see a, a, a figure. If it takes six months to work out, but, but I never you, get you've, that, got, you've got that time on your side, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. But I never understand... You know, like you say, if it takes six months... Um, and it seems to do drag like that. Yeah. But I don't get why. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, if, I, if I'm, say, doing a deal with you, I say, what do you want? You say, 10 grand a week. I say, well, I want, I'm only going to pay you seven. Then you come back and say, hmm, I'll leave it then. Then you go, all right, I'll give you eight. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. takes... Or I come back and go, all right, well, I'll do eight and a half. And you go, yeah. it's maybe a little bit more than what I wanted to pay. Yeah. Still, but... it, should t- it should take 48 hours a yeah. week. Um, of just coming back and forth yeah but it seems to what happens is you say mm, I'll, I'll probably not not enough I'll test what I can get and then you won't hear anything for a month yeah and then all of a sudden bang and then it takes another month but this wasn't even that that's happened in my other deals but this was just nothing just nothing like radio nothing. silence yeah nothing and I, I like I said I was comfortable and I even knew that the club was going to offer me at some point or they was going to cash in on me. Yeah. So I was, at, at that point moment, I was like, well, if the club want to cash in... So be it. So be it. If they want to offer me a deal... Um, we'll see what they've I'll, got to say. Yeah, it was one of them, yeah. So if talks had been opened early enough and maybe not over six months, but over a few weeks a deal was agreed would you have signed on I think I think if I would have been offered a deal let's say when did Covid hit last March last March if we if I got offered a deal probably sorry the lockdown was announced last March yeah so from that January to say in January I probably wouldn't have signed it just because it's January. So let's see see if anything yeah. pops up. Then after January, um, about February, March, I'm not going to say I 100% would have, yeah, but yeah. Um, there'd have been a much greater chance, chance of me signing something then just because I was never... I wasn't looking at leaving. I wasn't planning on leaving. I was just going with the flow. And yeah. If, see, you, see you've got to make a decision yeah. off what someone offers you, haven't you? Yeah. And... You, you can't make, make a decision off speculation or yeah, exactly. imagination, can you? Yeah, so I, I was just... At least I'd have been put in a position where I'd have had, to, had a big, strong decision to make yeah. and said, look, no, and... You see what's out there. See what's what out there. Say. At yeah. least they can then say... We've done everything. We've done everything. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't think that's what how it went. Instead of saying nothing and then in January just gone, going, well, we've made them... Suitable offers or whatever the wording was. Yeah, well, I, I, can, I don't want to bad mouth anyone at Preston because I love. Yeah, that's there. that's not my intention either. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's it's a frustration, yeah. and it's not. It's not obviously just with yourself. Like, you know, we've talked about Darnell. We mentioned Davo earlier on in the pod. Like, there's players there that, and I think it's a frustration as well as much from a fan's point of view that we could have cashed in. Yeah, like you know, we're not stupid. We know that 
yourself and Ben and Darnell were never going to be at the club for your entire careers. Yeah. Especially the way you were in sort of the last 12 months or so. But it's as much a frustration from the fans' point of view, at least. This is me speaking on behalf of the, like the, anyone listening, but that we weren't in a position to be able to cash in next summer as it as it is that you've left, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just think um I think when you what the what they should have done is as a the best business decision is to say probably last January what are you thinking of doing. But it's not a lot can happen in football, can't you, in the space yeah. of six months, so it's even done but that's why I think what people don't realise is I only so I, t- I told the club um, I don't know when it was maybe early January late December maybe it was early January um, this one just gone yeah. yeah so I said to the club that I wanted to leave but just on that was there a specific moment that made you think this is my time to leave or was it just no it wasn't, it wasn't that I was and this is truthfully I was doing it as in for the club's best interest yeah. and I think that's what went against me so I said to the gaffer I said I just want to be honest with you so you've got your chance to get replacements in so I said I'm going to leave or um, I'm not going to sign a contract sorry I'll um, so you can go and buy someone to replace me Yeah. which in my opinion is the best way to do it you've been up front haven't you yeah whereas say for the likes of say at the time say maybe Brownie DJ they they might have gone which is what I probably should have done um, just so I probably looked better I should have just said I'm not sure whether I'm going to sign it so then I'd have carried on playing yeah. and nobody would know whether I wanted to go stay yeah. or leave I think that was my Cause probably I think, being too honest was probably my biggest downfall yeah because there was a period I think where Alex came out and said that you I think I've got this right that you'd said to him that you want to leave yeah well I, I didn't say I, I wanted to leave I just said I'm not going to sign a contract so I yeah. said I'd have stayed until the summer yeah um, to be fair I had in my mind that um, if nobody comes in I'll just I'll wait till the summer I'll carry on playing um, and then I'll go in the summer like, when I can life. assess my options yeah um, and then it got to midway through Jan and then maybe no it's probably earlier early Jan and he said oh I'm not going to play you so I was like well you're not going to play me because I've been honest with you you've got three other lads there who are probably doing the exact same as what I'm doing but I've been them the same way. but I've been honest and said I'm not going to sign so you can get someone in Yeah. but I'm being made the bad guy Yeah. do you get what I mean yeah that's, you're, that's, you're being chastised for your honesty aren't you yeah and that's what went against me um, and I think it was the the Wickham game in the cup yes uh, I was supposed to play in that game and I'd just come back from an ankle injury and um, my ankle wasn't right at all I'd rushed it back yeah. just because I wanted to play because yeah. um, I said I kept saying to Jackal let's try and aim for the FA Cup game or the game I think it was the game after actually I think we played Bristol Yeah. the game after I said I want to be back for the Bristol game um, so anyway I was training probably a week prior to the Wickham um, and then he said I was going to be playing in the Wickham game and then, so I went to him the day before the game. I, I said, it's like, my ankle ain't right here. I said, um, 
I don't think it's right if I play. And I think he thought that I was basically saying, fuck, I can't be asked playing, I'm yeah. going to leave. I think that's went against me when, don't get me wrong, if it's to play a final, I'd have played. But, but when it's an FA Cup game when it's an FA Wickham. Cup game against Wickham and my ankle's not right I haven't played a game in two months I thought is one, it worth risking it one more game is not going to yeah because I, I, I said to him I said I'll be fit for the week after yeah. I just need another week of strengthening up because it was it was wobbly yeah, yeah. Um, and I told the physios this for weeks I said it's not right it's not right so I think that was the moment I think after that game he might have said he won't be playing again yeah Um and then that was like it was so then it was a weird one because I'd go into training and prepare for the games knowing I wasn't going to be playing so I'd be I'd be on the other team against a team that's because on a Friday we'd do or it might have been a Thursday we'd do the 11 that are like first three seconds yeah pretty much the team that are going to be playing on a Saturday versus the team that and you set up the way the other team do to um, replicate it and I'd always be up on the other team, but I weren't even in my position. He was putting me like right back. So I was like, Jesus, like, I've gone from starting every game and I'm right back for the reserves here. So I just thought, like, after everything I've done for the club, yeah. I pretty much got in the attitude of just saying, just, you know what, fuck you. Can't be arsed. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is fair enough, to be fair. I think if you're being treated like that, then, you know, you, what drive have you got to try and... Yeah, but I don't even think it was... I don't think it was fully what the gaffer wanted to do. Yeah. I think it was... I think they was trying to do it just so I'd... Rather than see it out till jam, I'd find myself a club... And go. And go to get me off the wage bill for that six Yeah. So that's what I personally think was... They was trying to do, which is fair enough. It saves the money a bit... Yeah. Club a bit of money, but... It just rushes my decision and... It just ends in a bit of a toxic way when it doesn't yeah. need to. Do you think, looking back then, um, do you think there's anything that you would have done differently? I know it's probably still quite fresh for you, if that makes what, sense. What, as in the contract thing? Well, just like that, the, the end of your time at the club. Like, um, if Is there anything that, looking back, you think, do you know, maybe I could have done something differently? Or do you look back and think... I've been honest, I've been true to myself and what's happened has happened. I would say the me going in and saying I wasn't going to sign yeah. a new deal, trying to be honest, but would I have done it differently? Probably not. I'd yeah. rather just be true to myself and say, look, you get replacements, I'm helping you out here. Yeah. Um, and it did backfire. Um <laughs> Quite spectacularly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what you get for being honest in football. Yeah. Sometimes I've I've probably learnt now to shut my mouth and just play the game. Yeah, I should have played the game with them. Um, so obviously you joined Bournemouth, and personally, I'm not just saying this because you sat in front of me. Personally, I didn't have any issues with what you said. I thought a lot of it was what is just- the a lot of it I thought was just it's new player joins new club yeah. he's going to say what he's going to say but a lot of, and I know you're not on social media I don't know how much of this you will be aware of but a lot of fans were like ah oh, fuck him he, like, he said that yeah like, I got told by quite a few people that what I'd said was a bit of an issue but yeah and I, I, 
don't get me wrong, I do understand why some people might have gotten upset about yeah. it, but let's be honest, Bournemouth have got better players than us. Well, There's I, a reason that they've spent five years in the Prem. When I got told about it, I went. Oh, I was staying in a hotel at the time, and I was thinking, did, did I say something stupid there? And uh, I just thought about it, and I was like, no disrespect to anyone, but... I'm not saying Bournemouth are the best team in the world, but I'm not going to sign for a team that I think has bet worse players and are a worse team. It's like anyone like, in any job. You're not going to like leave your job. It's like if you go job. from British Gas to Scottish Energy, and <laughs> British Gas are probably better well-known. Yeah. And they've probably got better employees, and you go there and you say, you know what, because they're a better company and yeah. they treat people better. That's just what it is. That's why people move jobs. Yeah. Um, so I think I was just... Another one of them, probably being too honest, I was probably um, maybe slightly disrespectful. More, I was more bothered about um, if I'd bothered any of the players yeah. by saying that. I was more bothered about that and I just thought maybe that's slightly disrespectful um, and maybe I shouldn't have said better players just because it's my, maybe disrespectful to the, to the team. To the lads. Um, Did you? Did any of them have an issue with what you no, said? No, I spoke to I spoke to Barky and Leto um, and Potsy on, yeah. on FaceTime probably a couple of days after and they were just laughing and saying like just agreeing with basically what we're saying that yeah. um, probably just too honest and like I said I'm not going to sign for a team that I think that it, me personally think here are a worse team yeah. and worse players. Yeah, and with everything that happened, are you thinking at that point? Well, at that I point, I'm thinking I need to get out here. I'm going to be sat in my ass for yeah. six months not playing. Um, so that was another reason why I had to go this window. Really, yeah. I could have sat in my ass and I would have taken it. <coughs> and I'd have it's not ideal, though, is it? No, it's you not know, ideal. You, you can go. You can lose a lot of momentum in that space. Well, I mean, you're what twenty six? Twenty six. Yeah, like you're twenty six years old the last thing you want when you're probably in or near the prime of your career is to spend six months not playing like yeah yeah exactly and uh, I, can't, I originally I didn't really want to go in January just because I don't like I don't like going into sort of sort of like a fresh team in the middle of a season yeah um, you've got to hit the ground running um especially with me going to Bournemouth it's a, it's a track away so I'm yeah. completely packing up and going um, yeah, there's no half-ass in it, is no, there? No, so in an ideal world, I'd have rather waited till the summer. Yeah. But I kind of need just to get out, just to save my, my soul. Yeah. Do what's right for you. Yeah. So would you say then, sort of, at the end, that your your relationship with Alex was sort of quite sour with everything that had um, happened? Yeah, I'd never say it got to the point of... I couldn't speak to him. Yeah. Um, I was always quite... We had quite... We was quite open with each other, so, yeah. like, I'd speak to him quite a bit just about random stuff, um, like, the game, what I'm thinking, what I'm going to be doing. Um, just, like, general passing yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it got to the point when he left me out and when I was playing right back in training and when he said I wasn't going to play, um, it got to the point where I just thought, you know what? What's the of, point? Yeah, what's the point? Let's sack, sack, sack it off. Let's sack you off. Let's concentrate on myself and yeah. just do everything. In tr- I got. I even got to the point where, like, even training was just starting to piss me off. And yeah. I, rem- I remember um, we uh, <laughs> we was playing set pieces in training, 
so I'm obviously on the reserve team and uh, their defending set pieces ball comes in and I've done like a chicharito you know and Stoke header yeah back of my head it's gone in the top corner I've never scored a goal like it ever <laughs> and I've like gone up to the gaffer and like celebrated because like, I, was, I, was, I was just fuming and like the lads, the lads were saying like oh, you, you were happy with that and um, then it got to the point where I don't think I've mentioned it I, I actually forgot it's not, not a major thing but um, Peter rang my agent up and said I think it's best if Ben doesn't come to training again I'd heard that yeah so that was on the Sunday night I think week before I signed for Bournemouth I yeah. think I signed on the Friday it might have been on the Monday um, so I said why he was like um, you just don't think I should come in straight off, so off the I, back of your celebration from scoring a world well that's the only ever. thing I could maybe think of that's the, <laughs> only, that's the only thing that crossed my mind maybe he thinks like oh I'm just a bad apple around the training because yeah. I'm going which is fair enough yeah. but I should still be allowed to Go come to in and do my job and do, um, do work and and I was even tempted to, you know, just ring up the youth team manager and say, oh, can I come? Because I need to stay fit. Yeah. If I'm going to be here, I need you. to. And I think if it would have gone on for another, say, if it would have lasted, I didn't go in the January, I'd have had to. Through the rest of the season. I'd have had to go with the youth team or something. Yeah. Um, whether they'd allowed me back, I don't know. One of them. I just thought it was just a, it's just a silly way to end it when yeah. it's gone so well and it just ends on bad terms when it's not necessary. Do you wish that you'd got to play in front of the fans one last time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think, especially, I'd say away from home, the fans are incredible. Yeah. I'd say that's the biggest. I think at home, on a big game, they're very good. On a normal Saturday game, very, iffy. Very average um, at best. Which I think everyone will probably agree it's it's ten what ten eleven thousand in a massive stadium doesn't yeah. sort of give you the biggest <laughs> adrenaline rush. Yeah. But I, I can't deny the fact that away from home and when we play Blackburn, I think that as much as maybe it's down to the manager setting the teams up. Do you think it's the fans away from home that are one of the reasons why? Uh, over your time at the club maybe in your time at the club under Alex we had such a good away record yeah I think the fans are a massive part I, I remember um, it might have been under, I don't know it must have been under Grayson um, McGeady scored and um, that was just the you know about the Rovers game yeah the Rovers yeah. game and I remember um, going to I was injured or suspended for one of the Rovers games away and I actually Got a ticket in the away end, yeah. Um, and there was what six thousand. I don't know what it holds. Yeah. Full, and I, literally, I went there just to, you know, taste what it was like. Yeah, and I thought, and it, a lot of my mates have been. My mate and his dad said to me, um, might have been yes, not yesterday, the day before actually, went golf with them, and they said, best away game I've ever been to is Blackburn against Preston. Um, and I just thought, you know what? Like, you bang on. And he goes to, he's a diehard City fan, so he goes all the away games yeah, at City. Yeah. And um, he said that's the best away game he's ever been to, which is which is fair enough. And yeah. I, I can see that because even when I was in the crowd, I thought it's some going for a championship side to bring that amount. Yeah. Um, 
I just think at home it's it's as if the stadium's too big for the fan base. Yeah. Um, it's if it could get twenty thousand every week, it would be it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, and, that, and I reckon we'd be closer to going up as well. With yeah, that, you'd have with a much that sort chance. of numbers. Um, just on the derbies, like what? Obviously, we got quite a good record. What? Yeah. What's like your your favourite memories of the derbies? Um, my favourite memory. I'm trying to say, either that McGeady goal yeah. was a big. I think they went down. Yes, that I year. Think they did. It could have been because that goal was a big reason why they went down. Um, or the I did like the Barky goal. You know, when we was 2-0 down. Oh, at home. At home. Yeah. Um, I remember we got battered in the first half, which we couldn't string a pass together. He, who um, did he, what change did he make? Jaden came on. Jaden came on, that Jayden was it. Came was it for Galley? Yeah, and he was like Ibrahimovic. Yeah. <laughs> um, he basically Man possessed, won us a game, yeah. single-handedly. Um, and then Barky scored a good goal in like last 10 minutes or something to win it. We had some, we had some good ones. I remember the Wigan game. I played really well in. Um, when you set up, when you played the the square pass for DJ, and then he crossed it. For, yeah, was it Barky at the far yeah. stick? I played well in that game. There was a few Wigan games I played well in, um, and even the I think the Bolton the Gentry day. Shawnee coming. Shawnee coming off the bench. That was a good game. We've had some. I think literally every. I can't remember the last derby game. That I lost. Don't think you did. I don't think I. The only one we lost was Rovers at home. But did I you play? play that? No, I didn't play. Um, and again, like, doesn't help when you're down to ten men. No, they, no, that's, that, that's they got that penalty right before half time. If we can see that out to half time, we might have still lost the game, but it'd be a different second half with eleven men. Yeah, I think. Um, I remember watching that and I just thought we, we weren't playing well but I think there was a lot of grief after the game for the manager and yeah. um, I think it was no one really was talking about there was a red card Yeah, and it was as if like they battered us and, and I'm it thinking, was 11 v 11 it was 10 v 11 for the yeah. majority of that game um, so like I just think when it's when you're down to 10 men you've got to sort of null void it yeah. it's unless you can hold on for 10 minutes, what 20 you can minutes, get, move on. Um, and make sure you don't get battered. Yeah. Um, and I think, what was it, 1-0 before? Was it 1-0? They, they, got, they, got, they got the penalty just before half-time, yeah. And Did I that take it to 1-0 or 2-0? 1-0, yeah. So you can see two with 10 men with how long was there left? I thought half, half. yeah. It's not the end of the world, is it? No. Um, I think, I think the, the worst thing about that was Tyrese coming off the bench and scoring. That, yeah, I remember that. Just, yeah, like, I remember that's that's just all sort of the fans sort of, just went sort of into the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's another weird one as well, isn't it? What letting him go? I don't know really. Did he ever train with the first yeah. team? Did you ever look at him and think, no, he's good enough? I thought he's got talent and he's got feet, but I've seen a million players that do that. Do that. Yeah. I, I just think he probably wasn't physically ready. Yeah. Um. He, I, I would say though, if I was the owner or Peter, I'd have give him a contract. A contract, yeah. Because he's you're talking peanuts 18 anyway. Eighteen years old anyway, isn't he? Yeah. So why not just give him a, a year or two and see see how he goes yeah. on? I'd have probably done that. Um, 
and he he probably wouldn't have played for us. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Um, but at least keep maybe, him around. Maybe letting out on loan to yeah. see what he does there. I'd have done that. Yeah. Um, excuse my French on this bit, but you were known for being a bit of a shit house at times. <laughs> um, do you think that made you a better player in a way, or do you think like? that part of your game was something that you enjoyed having? As in, like, the wind-up or the yellow cards? Um, both. Yeah. Although, I think- I sp- uh, the wind-up, because I suppose you can't look at the yellow cards and go, that's being a shit house because yeah. you can look at that and say, yeah, it's been a shit house for three, and then you can look at three more and go, well, it's just a horrendous decision from the ref, it's never yeah. yellow or... I think it, it was a way of getting me going. Yeah. Um, whether that was putting in a tackle, I don't know, being over dramatic when someone ta- tackles you or just giving someone a bit of shit. Yeah. Um, and getting a response off them. It kind of. Getting in the red. Got, yeah. It's kind of got me going and it sort of gives you what the fans give you a bit but I'm yeah. doing it for myself um, and it gives you a reason to you know if you piss someone off and they've shouted it gives you a reason to nail them done yeah. it? it's sort of what what was um, what's your your sort of memory of James McLean like I don't know oh my god I don't know if you're, you're friendly or not or no I've, 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 I've never spoken to him um, I don't in fact I don't know if you'd have seen it he put something on his Instagram yeah, my, like, mate, my mate screenshot and sent it me clean up an aisle for <laughs> yeah. a little bitch or something like that I remember the um, Stoke game and I can't remember it was a tackle or something weren't even with him I don't think it was with him or I, I wasn't involved was it, in it was it not him and Darnell might have been him and Darnell and I'm just facing I, the opposite way literally like elbows me in the back and you know like when you're not seeing something come up, literally whiplash yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and I just thought like it's such a thing to do that yeah. at least tap me on the shoulder and push me into my face yeah so I just, I just lost my head and then um, every every time you know like just when someone is just overly gobby and it just comes across Gets arrogant yeah and I just I just He's probably a nice guy off the pitch. Yeah. Just on the pitch, I just feel as if he just... Bit of an arsehole. Yeah, just looks like... He's, he's arrogant and looks no good. Looks for trouble. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, you've obviously you've moved on to Bournemouth. Um, how was your first meeting with Steve Cook? <laughs> you know what? It was... Um, he sent me a message when I was in the hotel the night before I was due to go in training yeah. um, he just gave me a whatsapp and he just said like um, like congrats on signing looking forward to, to playing with you now I can prove I'm not as shit as you think I am <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it was a good, like, it was a good icebreaker yeah, yeah at least like, he's took it in good yeah he's took it and he was like uh, he's like a few lads are going to jump on it so just be wary so I was like they've obviously been talking about it yeah um, but no he was he, he was sound with it all and like came in that morning there was a bit of banter about it but um, water under the bridge kind of thing yeah he's, he's another one a bit like Clarky. yeah um, I don't think you realise until you play with someone just what a player as in like remember when I called him shit yeah and you're looking at someone and you're probably judging someone off I've probably been on the same pitch as him for 30 minutes and I'm saying he's shit and that was more just to wind him up yeah um, but then when you actually train with someone and you see them over 90 minutes numerous times and you know they're not yeah you know they're not um, 
and he's one like that that's just a leader and yeah. you know what you're going to get leader of men and yeah he's that one that stuff. you want in your team yeah um, obviously we've touched on social media how come you're not on any of it like most people yeah. your age are on it like was it is it a conscious decision is it just no it was more of a so when I was at United um, I think probably when I was 18 17 18 we used to have a lot of meetings like social media and stuff like that yeah. and we actually got banned off all social media all right. um, when I was 17 18 at the time so we all made Facebooks, but with false names. Yeah. Um, so we did that for a few years. Um, and then obviously when I left, I just never made one out because yeah. I was fine without it. Um, I sort of never really bothered about looking at stuff after the game anyway. Yeah. Um, I suppose as a player, you're probably better off without it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I can see a lot of people who read it and say like... Um, like, for example, after the playoff game just gone, um, I was on the coach with Chris Meppham after the game. We got sent off, and um, he just deleted his Instagram. Straight away. And I just thought, like, that's not what you need. That. Nah. Um, so it's probably worked out better for me not having that dis- distraction. Yeah, yeah, I think you probably bang on there. Um, last few questions, then. I'm aware that we've been here for about three hours. <laughs> um What's your favourite memory from your time at North End? Favourite memory? Um, it's a tough one, really, isn't it? I actually don't know. I'm trying to think of what is in a game. Just anything. A moment with um, the lads, a game, uh, a goal. Not that you've got many to choose from. <laughs> no, there's no goals. I'd say... I actually, I actually can't answer that question. I Fair think enough. it's just that there's a lot of really good moments. Sort of there's not one really that stands out that I think... Maybe probably the Bournemouth game. Yeah. Um, just because of what it meant. And yeah. I'll probably say that's my standout. Like the turning point yeah. almost for you. Yeah. Um, have you got any regrets from your time at the club? No, I don't think I did. Um I probably, when I first came in, that I've took with me going to Bournemouth now is just believe in yourself, in your, in myself. Yeah, that I'm good enough. Yeah, I'd say that's my biggest learning curve of coming to Preston, just trusting in your ability. Yeah. Um, best player that you played with at North End. Yeah. Um, McGeady is probably McGeady. Ben Davis has got to be up there, and he what yeah. player? Um, trying to think who else is up, up there with that level. Gally, Callum. Gally is just technique is just a joke. Yeah, it's probably the best technique I've ever seen. Did you learn much of it? Yeah, Gally was. I texted Gally the other week actually just to say like congrats, congrats. on the career, and he was saying like um, just how good we was like as a partnership. Yeah. Um, it was a perfect blend. He said that. He said it was a perfect side blend. He yeah. just said he'd be the passer and he'd be the one and I'd get the ball back and give it him. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I realised how good we was until we finished. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I probably wish I sort of lived in that moment of playing. I just remember saying like... Enjoyed it a bit more, maybe. Me, Gally, 
Brownie or DJ and then you had Callum Barkey Jordan like that's a dream to play in that yeah um, and I think Greg Davo Greg Davo Clarkey Darnell like it's some team when you think about it and yeah. Paul Blue you live in the moment too much and don't yeah. realise the opportunity and how good that team actually yeah. was Um have you got any memories that stick with you funny good bad sad anything that sticks out from your time that you think fuck's sake or <laughs> what a moment or what a day or I suppose um, it's probably quite similar to the yeah, first one yeah we had we had a lot of good good times on and off the pitch yeah um, just just on that like the off the pitch stuff do you think that helped you all sort of yeah. become the group that you were that you are well, no that you were yeah, I think it's it's quite... I mean, I've only been at three or four clubs, so I don't know fully, but what we had at Preston is quite rare, I can imagine. Yeah. As in, you've got a lot of players who are all working-class lads. Yeah. Who are all trying to get into the Premier League. Got the same aim. Yeah, whereas you find it... A lot of other clubs, even at Bournemouth now, you've got a lot of players that are on all sorts of different frequencies. So you've got yeah. some who want to get back into Premier League because they've never been there. You've got lads who have come back down who want to get there because they've tasted it. You've got lads who are playing it. because they want to move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At Preston, we had all 20 players going for the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's quite rare and special. So. Yeah. And I think just everyone got on. There was no real person who didn't get on with anyone. Yeah. And um, I think that was just... That's what you don't get at many football clubs. Yeah, I can imagine. It's something that I imagine is difficult for anyone at any club to try and marry a group of players that big and like that many different ages, different personalities. Mm-hmm. And like, like you say, to have that for three, four, five years at North End like we have... I'd, I'd go as far as saying we've still got it now probably I don't obviously I don't know yeah I don't uh, really know the, to be fair I left um, I looked, looked at the team sheet and I was like what do you know what I mean it's like <laughs> changed so much yeah I was like in the space of three weeks yeah the team's gone from I know what he's going to do I know what he's going to do to I'm looking at the team sheet and I'm thinking what, what has gone on here <laughs> and it's like I mean I'm sure they're all good players, but I prefer the camaraderie and I prefer, I don't know, I just, I wouldn't have enjoyed staying there even yeah. if I did stay now without the amount of players. I mean, if I stayed, maybe, if we all stayed, um, I would have enjoyed it, but I think now I'd have felt a missed opportunity if yeah. I stayed. Um, if you were to put a five-a-side team together from players that you played with the North End, who'd be in it? You can include yourself or not. No, want. I won't include myself. Just give myself an extra play. Is that a footballer thing? Because everyone that I've asked that question well, says to, that. they're like, no, nah, I won't include myself. Um, I don't know, just... I don't know. <clears throat> I'd go... I'd probably have to say... Place Sam Johnston in there. When I first signed, he was keeper. Um, and I knew him at United for a long yeah. time. What, what a keeper. And he's gone on. He's with England he's now, isn't he? He's with England now. Um Pulling me for big money as well in the summer. Yeah. Um, five side team. What is it? Two one two. Entirely up to you. Oh, two oh. two one two one two. 
I'll go two. I'll go one, two, two. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Hmm. Then I've got to have. I'll go two, two, one. Actually. Right. Uh, I'll go Clark in Davo at the back. Yeah. Um, got that balance as well with the yeah, left Clark and right. Yeah, Clark is just a machine, and you've got to have Skip in there, and Davo's just Rolls Royce in it. Yeah. Um, so he's got to be in there. I'll go. Um, I'm trying to think of like te- I'll go Galley, technical player. Yeah. And then I might go. I'm trying to think if I've forgot anyone that I've played with. It's Brownie or. DJ possibly probably go DJ Geeds I'm going to go Geeds mm, yeah Cal. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a tough one isn't it <sighs> Leto yeah, Leto Leto could be in there oh he's done unbelievable hasn't he the past yeah. year um, I'm going to go with Galley just longevity and he, he's playing in the championship at 30 what is he 6 36 yeah like I'll be in conference south at 36, <laughs> you know what I mean? I won't be able to move. He's still zinging balls, 40 yards yeah. in the champ at 36. Like, So I've got to go Galley. Then I'm going to go... I'm actually going to go Robbo in a five-a-side team. Like, just close control. And, yeah. You know, and I'm going to have to go Geeds up front, just because he's... Probably, probably, I'm going to throw it out there, the best ever North End season ever. <laughs> it's got to be up there you can't yeah. beat that you oh, literally the, I've, never, I've never known a summer after, like the one after he left where so many fans were unanimous in wanting him back in fact the only time I've ever known that was when we signed Ross Wallace on loan from Sunderland and I think it was in the January and that's the only other time I remember near enough all North End fans like wanting him back we want him back like <laughs> Yeah, never known anything like it. With, no, with I can't speak. And as a guy as well, dead like, sound. Proper sound. I yeah. think he just loved football. Not even loved football. I don't think he loved football that much. If I'm being honest, I just think he loved us as a group of players. Yeah. And the fact that he was dominating in the team, I think he just even liked it even more because he yeah. thinking this team worked for me. He knew um, he was like he was, he was main, man. main man. I think that's what he needed. He needed to be main man. Yeah. And he, we sort of I think you earn it off doing it on the pitch don't you but we see well, yeah, you as players you're going to look at him in training and be like fucking hell if he wants to be made, yeah, you can do what you want yeah. uh, it's one of, that's, that's why I said with the signings like go and spend five mil and if he does the business we'll all stand there and say you, you can earn whatever you want just yeah. as long as you're doing the business no no quite we all benefit it if we go up yeah so, exactly. Um, exactly no I'll go Geeds up front yeah it's a formidable team that yeah um, team would you recommend North End to a, a young lad coming through like you did at United? Would you recommend North End as a move? Yeah, as, a as like um, I don't know if it's disrespectful or not. I think as a I don't know where North End will be in five years, but as a start up in your career, playing in the Championship um, with good people around you, good yeah. honest group of lads. Good on his staff. Um, I think you can't you can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, I think it's difficult. You, if you want to aspire to the top top, then 
I don't know if North End is the right place to be. Yeah. If you do, you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was having this discussion with a mate of mine today, um, who's not a North End fan and not a football fan actually. But he was like, "Do you think you'll ever see Preston in the Prem?" And I was like, "No, I've said it for years. No, that's I don't, the issue, I don't think we'll ever get there." And I spoke to someone maybe about eighteen months ago, and he described he's not a North End fan. He he described North End, and obviously he's an outsider. He described us as a, a just apathy FC, yeah. like from the fans to oh, maybe not the players, probably not the players, but like just the feeling around the club, like with the fans, and it's always like oh, it's more of the same. Yeah. Like, so but I don't know how do you get out of that rut. I don't know, like, it, I wouldn't say rut. I'd just say not settle for mediocre. Yeah. I think it's going to take a manager with a bit of bollocks and just say we're doing it this way like it or lump it yeah but it requires funds doesn't it yeah and unless it's what, like I said a one off season where everything goes right and yeah. you get all your players on 10 out of 10 yeah you don't get then I can't really. see it unless money's spent yeah um, what 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 do you think of Frankie getting the job Um, I, I was quite shocked to be honest um, did you see him as a manager or potentially being a manager if I'm being honest no um, last one I've oft, often wondered it what kind of music are you into <laughs> people think you know what people come up to me all the time and say oh, are, you, are you indie or are you like rock like no not at all like, yeah. don't, to, be honest, to be honest I don't mind a bit of indie I don't mind um, a bit of old school rock but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Mixed, like I love 70s, 80s music. Yeah, I love 80s music. That's probably my. Did you ever get any on in the dressing room? Or was it? No, I wasn't. I was a <laughs> DJ. I was a DJ, but if I would have, probably 80s music's my favourite. Um, and to be fair, I like a bit of R and B and a bit yeah. of hip hop, and yeah. um, I like a bit of dance music. I, I, I'm quite good with most genres, really. Um, yeah, I'm the same. A lot of people. Look at you and, look at and make an assumption. He's got long hair. He's into indie or he's into rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like couldn't be further from like the Oasis, truth. So everyone says all the time. Um, but no, I don't. I do like Oasis, but no, I wouldn't say not an avid fan. No, I'm, I'm sort of I like a bit of everything. Yeah, fair enough. Ben, thank you very much. No, I've thanks really for enjoyed me. it. It's probably the longest one I've done in a long time, but I can't wait to get it out. <laughs> Cannot wait no, to get it out. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you.